Hey, welcome back to the show. You may recall earlier this week, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke was on this program. We talked about uh, where uh, the city was in regards to its uh, transition. Uh, there was a lot of talk, of course, in July when uh, the provincial government with uh, Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General, saying that uh, they wanted the city to continue the transition to the Surrey Police Service. Ms. Locke and her majority are still supportive of the Surrey RCMP. I did ask her about that transition and how it was going. Take a listen to her comments. We are not very far, <laughs> sadly. We haven't uh, seen a lot of progress forward, and uh, that's been... That's been disappointing. You know, there's been enormous challenges for us at the city, and uh, I think the biggest one is that we don't have a clear path forward from the province. The RCMP, the SPS, and I can tell you the city of Surrey have been asking for that plan, but we all have no plan, no path forward. Now, the mayor said, of course, that there's no business plan, no feasibility plan. She has sent six letters to the minister and his representative and has heard nothing so far. We also uh, asked her about the $150 million that was pledged by the provincial government over five years to help with that transition. So that's coming from BC taxpayers. And I asked her, if we don't know what the business plan is, could this transitional cost from that $150 million that was pledged, could it be actually significantly higher at the end of the day? Take a listen. You know, I, I can't really answer that. Um, what I can tell you, though, is that this is a generational decision. And so we know that um, it's going to be more than 30 We expect it's going to be closer to 40 or $50 million more, the Delta, every single year. And when you start to compound that, and that's on the operational side, that gets very scary, but that doesn't take into uh, consideration any of uh, the capital costs that you're talking about because those are also extraordinary. IT, you're right, is is very expensive, but there's lots of other um, issues, and we haven't seen those budgets come from the uh, Surrey Police Service to know exactly what they're looking for at this point. So the mayor says things are up in the air. Well, our next guest says that, look, uh, let's get on with this transition to the Surrey Police Service and let's see what else we can do in regards to building up law enforcement in that city, not just when it comes to the Surrey Police Service, but perhaps a new police academy and a policing centre for excellence. Joining me now to talk about her plan is Linda Anna, Surrey City Councillor. Linda, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Jazz. So uh, you're talking uh, about a new police academy and policing centre of excellence uh, be uh, introduced or built in Surrey as part of the transition from the RCMP to the Surrey Police Service. Explain to me how that would work. Well, absolutely. We know for a long time the JI has not been able to produce enough new recruits, um, not because there isn't a demand for them, but they just have a capacity issue. And this isn't just for Surrey. This is for all municipal police departments. So what I'm asking and what I think the province should do is step up and provide here in Surrey a police centre of excellence where we can train all new recruits for municipal police uh, organizations throughout the province and train them right here in Surrey. It gives us an opportunity to build a centre that is state-of-the-art, that is the latest uh, technologies and training in policing, and do it here in Surrey. It will create a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. It will also allow us uh, here in Surrey to um, move the Surrey Police Service transition more quickly. As well, it will help uh, organ- you know, other police jurisdictions like VPD 
uh, be able to uh, get more of their recruits trained more quickly. Mm -hmm. What do you say to those who will tell you, look, we already have a Justice Institute in Westminster. They're responsible for training uh, police already. Why would we want to, A, build a a, a similar sort of uh, academy in Surrey, or at the very least spend dollars, tax dollars, BC tax dollars, and moving the J.I., to Surrey, when we already have a functioning uh, system and uh, an institution that works right now in New Westminster, why would you want to move that to Surrey? Well, the JI actually has a capacity issue, not just for uh, police training, but for other first responder training. So what I'm suggesting is let's move the policing training out of the JI, mm-hmm. move it to Surrey. It will build more capacity for other first responders. And I think every resident wants to make sure that public safety is is done very, very well, and that includes making sure that our police officers have the best possible training possible, and I think that here in Surrey we can do it. We have the opportunity to build a facility very close to uh, to where the RCMP detachment is now and where the Surrey Police Service is, mm-hmm. and it will be state-of-the-art and be able to uh, get more officers trained and free up spaces for other first responders uh, to get training. And when you say police academy and the policing center of excellence in Surrey, a policing center of excellence would be something like a gun range and other and other training facilities. There is that is that what you mean by a center for excellence? Absolutely, that that's part of it. Um, certainly, having a better um, uh, training facility for guns, also situation rooms. Uh, you know how to deal with um, you know better training about how to deal with mental health and addiction. Because uh, we know that uh, this is something that the police are having to deal with far, far too often. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we need to make sure that um, we have better training in that regard. And, you know, technology and all sorts of other things. It's not, I would see a center of excellence not just be for training new recruits, but for ongoing training for uh, members as they progress through the organizations in various uh, divisions. Mm-hmm. Um I know the. we all know that there's a significant uh, challenge in regards to this transition for a variety of reasons. Why should BC taxpayers foot the bill just so that Surrey can finally make this transition at the end? I'm not talking about the $150 million that's been promised, but even this new, new academy and policing centre of excellence, it's more dollars coming out of BC taxpayers, uh, from BC taxpayers, when really Surrey should be handling its transition. And this shouldn't be part of that broader conversation about, well, we'll move and make that transition, but why don't you guys move the police academy and the policing centre for excellence over, over here and, and you BC taxpayers, you foot the bill. Well, I think it's a real gift to all the other municipalities because they will be able to get their police officers trained much more quickly. Uh, right now, you know, there's a waiting um, uh, to get your recruits trained. And, you know, Vancouver, by way of example, last year, uh, I believe they re- um, they got approval to hire 100 new officers. Well, there's not that kind of capacity at JI. This would open up new opportunities that would provide better training mm-hmm. because it would be the latest technology um, and, you know, state-of-the-art facilities. So I think that is a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, with respect to um, the $150 million, um, you know, yes, I, I do understand that, but this is a way of, you know, also uh, spreading some of the um, uh, the win, if you will, for other municipalities that have municipal police forces. Uh, final question to you, and this is specific to the transition. 
Mayor Locke basically says that she has not seen a business plan or a feasibility plan in regards to the transition, in regards to the cost, and she's asking the minister. Um, this was approved initially by the minister with, with the previous administration under Mr. Doug McCallum, who was mayor at the time. Who's actually responsible for a, a business plan? Is it the provincial government or should the city be responsible for this transition or business plan? Well, the city sure should be. It's our police force, and I think it's really incumbent on the city to show the leadership and bring all parties together and get this done. There was a plan, um, as we know, when Mayor McCallum was in place, and the plan stopped uh, when uh, Mayor Locke got elected, um, and a new plan came out on reversing back to the RCMP. So there is a plan in place. The plan certainly needs to be dusted off brought up to speed because it does, you know, time has passed by and it needs to be revised for sure. But that's the job of the city to bring all parties together, being the provincial government, the federal government, the Surrey Police Service, the RCMP. Let's get everybody in one room and let's get it done. Mm -hmm. Each and every month that this drags on, it's costing the taxpayers $8 million or to put it on a daily basis, 266000 it is truly amazing the amount of dollars taxpayers are uh, are paying every single day uh, for this uh, for this transition or lack of transition. Perhaps the best way to describe it. Linda, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure, Jess.